Hi, I'm Peter Mullen from Mullen Natural Health Centre. Have you ever thought about coming to see a naturopath but weren't sure if we could help? Why not try our free 15-minute phone consultations? Call 4961 4075 or go to mullenhealth.com.au for details. Today we are talking about something very interesting, the thyroid. Yeah, Colin, hi. Um, the thyroid is probably one of the most important, one of the most important glands in the body. Um, secretes thyroid hormones that play a big role in um, um, promoting your metabolism. So you've mm. heard people talk about, you know, I can't lose weight because I've got a slow metabolism. Yeah. With the thyroid that's very much in the thyroid hormone, particularly, it's very much involved in not only weight management but a whole host of um, health issues. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? And I was saying before, it's it's funny that something, you know, so simple, so to speak, can be the cause of so many dramas like, you know, losing weight. Yes. Uh, and, of course, as we get older, these things, what well, they don't as function. I yeah, don't think and it's become, become a really common complaint that um, patients come in with is thyroid problems. And, mm. you know, definitely a lot more than when I first started practice 27 years ago. Why do you think that is? Is it the sign of the times? I mean, I, I was talking to a dairy farmer last weekend uh, about milk over the years. Yes. You know, he's been a dairy farmer for 60 years and he says, you know, I, I only drink full cream milk and I don't drink anything from a bottle. It's straight from the cow. I think that's interesting, isn't it? You know, how we'll, things how things have how things have changed. Like well, with with the thyroid, I think there's so many more factors that can interfere with the function these days. Hmm. And we'll go into some of those as we, as we go. But um, I think environmental toxins and um, dietary change, um, stress is a massive one. So thyroid's a butterfly-shaped gland that sits in the base of your throat here, hmm. and it's responsible for producing what's called thyroid hormone. Now. Uh, nearly every cell in the body has receptors for thyroid hormone. Like we've got receptors for thyroid hormone through the brain, kidneys, liver, all your muscles. And it's responsible for determining partially or predominantly determining our metabolic rate, how mm. burn, how well we burn calories for fuel. And, you know, when obviously when we're younger, thyroid's working really well, but there's lots of things that can affect the thyroid function as we get older. Um and one of the one of the major things that can affect the thyroid or symptoms of the thyroids, so the thyroid can go both ways. It can yep. go underactive, which is very common, and I'll talk more about that today. It can also go overactive, though, and which is interesting with that, isn't it? Because not a lot of things will work too hard. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's an autoimmune condition called Graves' disease. And that's where the immune system becomes confused and starts to attack the thyroid and actually makes it produce more thyroid hormone. So people with an overactive thyroid often end up with that bit of a goiter, mm. you know, that swelling around the, yeah. the throat. And they're producing more thyroid hormone, so they get symptoms like weight loss, uh, anxiety, hot flushes, sweats, um, headaches, you know, tension headaches all the time. So there's lots of symptoms of... Um, an overactive thyroid, and again, getting assessed is the way to go. But you know, it can be autoimmune, can be um, what are called adenomas or cysts can form in the thyroid that become hot and produce thyroid hormones. So, is that just with a blood test, Pete? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. It's really easy. Thyroid's really easy to understand. But we'll talk a bit more about that in a moment. But it's often not fully tested properly when you see a GP. Um, so underactive thyroid is probably more common. The most common cause for an underactive thyroid is autoimmune disease or what's called Hashimoto's disease. And that's where the immune system, again, is attacking the thyroid, but it's causing the thyroid to decrease its production of these thyroid hormones. Mm. So that's when you get symptoms like you know, decreased tolerance to cold. Because your metabolism slows down, you feel the cold more. 
you might lose hair, you can lose the outer third of your eyebrow. Um, definitely, definitely difficulty losing weight. You know, where you've always been able to lose weight, but now you can't. Mm. Sluggish bowel, constipation, um, brain fog, poor memory, poor concentration. Because again, there's a lot of thyroid receptors in the brain, thyroid hormone receptors. And if there's not enough hormone being produced, the brain can't function properly. So it's a really common symptom. And I suppose we probably look over this sort of stuff in a way, don't we? We think, oh, it's just, you know, it's one of those just things. Just run down. I'm a bit run tired. Down, tired, yeah. And, in oh, fact, it, it could be something serious. Absolutely. And even symptoms like depression mm. as well. You know, low mood, um, feeling the cold more, gaining weight around the tummy. Um, all of these symptoms can be, you know, classified. And you might see a GP and they say, look, I think you're depressed. We'll prescribe an antidepressant. And it might actually be an underfunctioning thyroid. Right. So definitely worthwhile getting it tested properly okay now uh, we've discussed of course so overactive underactive see i find this all very interesting because i find that you know something that well let's say it's well it's, it, it is in your throat can affect so many things yeah absolutely weight loss you know depression yeah you know you think wow yeah yeah no it's such a such an important hormone the things which can cause it to become out of whack so so Hashimoto's, let's talk about underactive. Hashimoto's like autoimmune, immune system attacks the thyroid. Mm. Thyroid can't produce enough thyroid hormone. The medical treatment generally is just to prescribe synthetic thyroid hormone, right? which is fine. It gets the levels up, but it doesn't always get people feeling better. That's the unfortunate thing. A lot of patients I see have underactive thyroid, say particularly Hashimoto's, but oftentimes they've got really high antibody levels that are never addressed. Mm. The only thing addressed is your actual level of thyroid hormone so synthetically treating doesn't always um, make people like oftentimes if someone's got an underactive thyroid and it's treated successfully you should feel dramatically better right but unfortunately and we'll come back and talk about that after the break unfortunately that's not always the case well with with thyroid and this this is such a common thing like someone will be told yes your thyroid appears to be or your thyroid is under functioning it's not producing enough thyroid hormone um, and that's why you're feeling so terrible but then a person's, you know, often prescribed one of these synthetic forms of thyroid hormone and they actually don't feel any better. Mm. And this can be for a number of reasons. Number one, the thyroid might not have been their total problem. problem. There could yeah. be other things going on. But when when we're prescribed thyroid, the most common thyroid hormone is synthetic T4. Now, T4 is the hormone, the thyroid hormone predominantly produced by the thyroid, but T4 needs to go then via the liver, predominantly by, via the bloodstream predominantly to the liver, where T4 then gets converted to the active form of T3. Mm. So you can be taking a thyroid hormone, but your conversion might not be happening properly. So this can be due to nutritional deficiency. So if you're taking synthetic hormone, you also always need to get your T3 tested to see what your conversion's like because right. it's the T3 that's going to make you feel better. Mm. So instead of eating, you know, so instead of taking something, we could be eating things like mushrooms that, that oh, look, provide we'll, we'll that. Nutritionally, nutritionally, there's lots of things we can be doing. Right. But the, the, the major nutrients for starters is to make thyroid hormone, we need iodine and tyrosine, which is an amino acid. Mm. To convert T4 to the active form of T3, you may need to make sure that you've got plenty of zinc and selenium because mm. these are both used in the liver to convert T4 to T3. And then we also need adequate levels of vitamin D, which mm. so many of my patients are coming back low in, as well as ferritin or stored iron for the actual thyroid hormone to activate the metabolism inside the cell itself. Okay. Right. So nutritional deficiencies can be a big factor. 
Um, other things that can interfere with the conversion of T4 to T3, alcohol, cigarettes, um, toxins from our environment again. One of the big things that can interfere with um, thyroid hormone, even if we're producing enough from acting properly, is excess what are called um, halides. Halides are compounds or elements like chlorine. So mm. chlorine, too much chlorine in the body, chlorine binds to the receptor sites that the thyroid hormone needs to bind to. Mm. So if you're drinking a lot of water but it's just straight tap water that has high levels of chlorine, if you're swimming in pools a lot, you need to make sure that your iodine levels are sufficient to stop the chlorine from interfering with the hormone. Mm. The other thing that can happen is that, so as I said, your thyroid produces T4, goes to the liver, ideally gets converted to T3, which is your active thyroid hormone. Mm. And this is whether your thyroid's working or whether you're taking synthetic T4, you still need it to convert. The other thing that can happen, though, is you can be taking T4, goes to the liver, and instead of getting converted to T3, it can get reverted, converted to what's called reverse T3. Unfortunately, reverse T3 is an inactive form of thyroid hormone. So you can be taking the thyroid T4, um, but not it's getting converted to T3, and, and the reasons for this include stress, um, infections, you know, toxicity, all the things we've talked about. So, as I said, and the other thing, so you can be taking synthetic hormone, and mm. the reason you're not feeling any better is because it's not converting to the T3. Right, it's being converted to reverse T3, or another reason I suspect why people aren't feeling better when they start on thyroid medication is that they've got very high levels of antibodies being produced against their thyroid. And I think this antibody load is also creating a lot of the symptoms they're experiencing as well. So you need to treat the autoimmunity mm. as well as supporting the thyroid function, not just taking thyroid hormone. Some of the beneficial foods that we can be eating, uh, and look, we can all eat better. Uh, of course, I started with you well, a few months ago now, uh, which has improved my eating habits, I must say. You say here seaweed. Yeah, iodine, iodine is a really essential component of the thyroid hormone. Mm. You know, back in the 60s or 70s, Rob probably wasn't even born back then. Well, I wasn't born. Oh, you weren't born either. Well, I wasn't either. I wasn't Come born until 1965. People so. are saying, who's Rob? He's our, pen, he's our panel operator. We've come up in the world. <laughs> it's nice having someone do all those jobs for you. It is, isn't it? Yes, yeah, very nice indeed. Um, so anyway, so you and Rob obviously weren't born in the 60s, maybe not even the 70s. Anyway, back in the maybe the 70s, there was this push to add iodine to everybody's salt because everyone was chronically iodine deficient. And mm. iodine's the most important mineral needed to produce thyroid hormone. So Iodine deficiency is quite common. Um, so a good source of iodine then is um, seaweed and seaweed-type products. It's – look. That's, that's your look, sushi. I know it's like healthy your, for you. Know, seaweed wraps. Look, and Mel's – it's her birthday today. She has sushi probably three times a week, I well, would she'll think. probably have good, th good iodine levels. Yeah, but it's – I can't comprehend eating seaweed. It's gross. <laughs> Rob, do you like it? Seaweed's not that bad when you think about it. No, he's he's like it's a vegetable. It. Turn Colin, that microphone off. You're not you're not evolved. It's a sea vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms are one of the original superfoods, um, from my point of view. Mm. Um, but it's actually the button mushroom is actually one of the best natural sources of selenium, and we need selenium. Selenium does two things. It's one of our or three things. It's one of our major antioxidants. Um, selenium helps in the conversion of T4 to T3, mm. to T3 in the liver. Um, in the presence of a, a part of an enzyme called, anyway, I won't pronounce that 
to, I haven't got enough time to pronounce all that yeah, big long okay. word. Um, the other thing it does is I've had great results with selenium actually helping to turn down antibody levels as well. Mm. So yeah, so button mushrooms, um, Brazil nuts are another great nut, and three Brazil nuts a day gives you a, a healthy dose of um, selenium, powerful wow. antioxidant and thyroid mineral. So only three, mm. three Brazil nuts every day, packed in with your almonds for your morning tea. Yeah, um, Be beautiful pumpkin seeds, Pete. Pumpkin seeds, well, you're getting your zinc. Yep. And also there'll be a little bit of selenium in there as well. And zinc's the other nutrient that you need, again, for that conversion of T4 to T3. Mm. And and zinc seems to be one of the things that um, um, chronically nearly all of my patients are low in zinc, mm. low in our soil, being an old country. Foods to avoid. You've made your thoughts very clear on soy. Yep. Yep. So... The main foods, if, if someone's got an underactive thyroid, mm. there is some information around about definitely you should be steering clear of soy. Soy is called a goitrogen, and it may interfere with either the conversion of T4 to T3 or with the T3 actually binding onto the receptor sites. Right. And also what are called the cruciferous vegetables. So um, broccoli, kale. But that tends to be only in the raw form. So if the cruciferous, cruciferous vegetables are cooked, I don't have such a problem with them as being goitrogens. But unfermented soy, um, I would definitely be steering clear of if you suspect you've got a thyroid issue. Mm, that's interesting. Well, the thyroid, it's a big topic, uh, and you never quite know uh, if, if something is wrong. You know, if, As Pete said, if you might be feeling tired or sluggish or... Or something, it may be more. It may, it could be your thyroid. So you've got to see someone. Yeah, out. absolutely. And and one of the one of the, the challenges with thyroid testing is that you know generally because of Medicare restrictions, doctors can only test for TSH, hmm. which gives you an overview of of an overview. It doesn't actually tell you thyroid hormones. And unfortunately, the range for TSH is so wide, hmm. and TSH stands for thyroid stimulating hormone. The range is so wide that someone could be within the range, but to us. A TSH above two is already suggesting that their thyroid may be subclinically starting to become underfunctioning. So you really need to get your TSH, T4, T3, possibly reverse T3, and mm. even thyroid antibodies done to really get a full idea of what your thyroid's up to. Now, if you've liked talking about thyroids uh, this afternoon, don't forget tonight. Uh, Peter has a health talk happening with the Natural Remedies for Thyroid Health. Now, that's with David also from your rooms. Yep. Uh, there's still seats available, which is good. Uh, what's the best way they can get to this um, free If event? people are interested in knowing more about thyroid and thyroid health and what they can be doing naturally, mm. um, if they get onto our website, yep. um, and that gives them all the information of how to get a, a free ticket okay. for tonight's event and there's also on our website we've got some great information about um, blogs particularly to do with thyroid we've got recipes to do with thyroid so a lot of great um, free information for people there if they really want to check out what's going on alright now next week we are talking about detox your skincare on the 18th are we talking about we are talking about that next week Jeez, look at me I'm all <laughs> over this <laughs> Yeah, it's just a concept that, you know, we've talked so much in this show about um, clean eating. This, mm. this is just starting to look at, you know, some of the chemicals we actually put onto our skin as well. Mm. That if we're making the effort to consciously clean eat, we also need to be making an effort to consciously put things on our skin. Mm. For us boys, it's well, probably see, a moisturizer. Well, look, I'll say this and I'll put my hand up. on your skin. 
Well, I'm a very, very uh, skincare type of guy, uh, which sometimes I'm crucified for. But, I mean, I'm the first to put my hand up. I, I moisturise. You do? Uh, yeah, I put this uh, wrinkle cream on the yeah, eyes. It seems to be working. Uh, thank you. Uh, and I get my eye. But, you know, I like to take care of myself. Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's you know, important it will, for us. Look, I'll say this. Men when I'm 70... 2000s? Well, when I'm 70... I don't want to look 70. <laughs> See, Mark looks 40 because he is... <laughs> Uh, that's pretty much all we've got time for today. Uh, so don't forget you can catch this podcast, uh, well, this program as a podcast, and also a video so you can see that I really do look my age. <laughs> Pete, look, you've been doing, um, you know, you've been a naturopath for a lot of years now. Look, and it's Mel's birthday today. My beautiful mum's made some caramel slice. Yeah, I've, I've seen that sitting there on that little bit of now, towel they're looking now at. Now, I want you to take one for the team because everyone says, no, he won't eat it. Pete, I'm just going to drag this over. What I want you to do is I just want you to do this on the video. And people, this is probably the most unhealthiest thing Peter Mullen has eaten in probably 30 years. For the efforts of, because it's Mel's birthday and because your mother made it, I am happy to take a caramel slice. Hear that? Now, Mm, how's that? Riley's shaking his head through the window. <laughs> beautiful. Very All right. nice. Tell your mother. Thank you very much. That is beautiful. Not a problem. Thank you so much for your time. Don't forget, as I said, you can catch this on our website in about an hour or so at 2NURFM.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.